Hello, everyone, and welcome back once again to HOA It's a True Story. Today, we're meeting with Darren Schroeder, architectural representative with Westcote. Darren is a returning guest on the podcast. In fact, you can learn more about Westcote on episode number 35 in our library. But today, we're actually going to be talking about how deck coating systems work with the SB 326 inspections, front edge deck repair requests, pool decks, and other uses. We're so pleased to have you back. I really am happy. Thank you, Darren, for joining us again, and welcome to HOA. It's a true story. Ah, oh, thanks for having me again. So you said the first one was 35, and this is number what? 135. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We've uh, done 100 episodes since we had you on the show. Oh, my goodness. Good for you guys. That's awesome. That's Thank awesome. you. I'm glad to be back. So, yeah, I'm sure we're talking a lot of similar things to number 35, but a little bit more, a little bit more rounded of it. But yeah, thanks. Not for a little more specific to these inspections and what happens. But also joining us today, as always, Bill Mann, president from GB Group. Thank you, Reagan. So, Darren, since it has been 100 episodes <laughs> since the last <laughs> one, why don't you refresh everyone real quickly about who you are and your company? Okay. Darren Schrader, spelt Schroeder. I appreciate ah. you spelling that out for me at the start. That was awesome. So I didn't have to do it. Architectural representative for Westcoat Specialty Coating Systems. I've been here with Westcoat uh, in San Jose for about five years and representative for the Bay Area, Northern California as a whole. So really, you know, out to the Central Valley, Central Coast, up into Sacramento as well. So a lot of involvement in the waterproof decking and concrete coating world, specifically the last few years. So a lot of support to companies like GB Group, customers like yours, you know, on the HOA side of things, the property managers, those on the HOA board, very involved with this as well sometimes too. So we're going to talk about deck coatings and these inspections that have been mandated by SB 326 now, civil code, I think it's 5551. Is that right, Bill? I believe you're correct. Okay. So if you already have a deck coating system in play on your deck, explain then what happens at an inspection, because these are invasive inspections and we are down to the last year and a half before all these buildings have to be completed. Mm -hmm. So give us an idea, explain what's going to take place because this is now already on my deck and now you're going to cut it. <laughs> Oh yeah, great conversation to always have. So many options and when it comes to budget, uh, I'm sure how much it can can change based off of just a recoding or an entire repair being done. So on my side of things, how I'm involved in that SB 326 as a manufacturer's representative, not fully doing the inspections ourselves because you know those inspections are required by a architect or consultant licensed mm -hmm. engineer on that side you know i mean we we as manufacturers as you know or, or you as the contractor you know are very experienced so like we of course have the experience to be able to do so but when it comes to those sb326 it was kind of interesting at the start of it where i definitely got a lot of phone calls wanting me to do the inspection <laughs> hey but... they're looking at our deck <laughs> Right. So like, Darren, you know, we get, you know, we're on a, we do a lot of assistance, different engineers and architects on these. So, you know, part of the, the inspection with a lot of them is they want to inspect the flashings that are covered by your deck coating system. So we're actually, you know, let's say we have a two, three year old deck coating system. They want to cut a big corner out of it. 
to look at the deck to wall flashings or the door pans, et cetera. What's the process in maintaining the warranties on those systems after the architects taken a big chunk out of it? Very good question. And, you know, more and more I'm seeing these reports themselves, the SB 326 reports and, and their investigation into it and kind of from their angle, what they're seeing is is needed and, and being recommended to be repaired, which so far has actually been very helpful. I was just talking to to a contractor earlier this morning on a, on a similar project where this topic came up. And, you know, in regards to the warranties, that's where it it's such a, a an, an unfortunately touchy subject sometimes where it's mm-hmm. you know, the, between the contractor and management and what's wanted, needed expectations and what's there in regards to the existing deck coating or the existing metal flashings themselves and the condition of of all of that so i would just say i think that's where that's so important is for that conversation to be had amongst everybody at once in construction meetings like that where that comes up you know issues or concerns i'm sure from your guys's angle on those you know you can see what might be needed but you know, you're going out to bid against at least say maybe two other contractors and, you know, other people, there's so many things that can be proposed. So I I do really like that about this SB 326 inspection is that someone like that, you know, a a construction manager consultant on that angle, you know, is coming in and doing a full inspection and writing their report makes my life a lot easier. You know, our best practices are always to do the right thing, but then from there we, of course, we work our way backwards a lot of times to value engineer. It's, it's yeah. been our experience that the majority of the time they're trying to go under the soffit to look, but then architects, please don't shoot me, are known for just, you know, open up whatever they want to open up so they can see what they need to see, which is what needs to happen, obviously. But there isn't always a lot of consideration about what systems are in play. <laughs> Would you agree with that, Bill? <laughs> I would, or, you know, where, I mean, if somebody just spent, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars putting in new deck coating systems that have an extended warranty period, and then all of a sudden, you know, we're cutting holes in it, where does that leave the association with their warranty with the manufacturer at that point? Are there ways to go back and patch these areas that we exposed, Darren, if it was one of your systems that would still maintain the warranty? Maybe a certified applicator doing it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's a great question. And and yes, absolutely. Happens all the time. And I know you guys come up uh, against it quite often. I'm very fortunate. And that's, that's a great thing, you know, about a certified applicator, people, you know, manufacturers, contractors working together on projects where it's like, hey, we've got this tricky detail. You know, what are we doing with this post mount? You know, we're going back through or as you said, you know, tearing out the existing edge and replacing flashing and trying to tie back into existing coatings and it definitely happens all the time. And that's where, you know, we're, we're involved and we, we really from our angle like to be involved as much as possible because it's our product going in and knowing at least kind of to an extent of what we're tying into, you know, the, the type of system it might be give or take conversations like that in order to give those warranties. Cause that that's going to be crucial for a warranty, you know, whether it's us, as West Code as a manufacturer or any of these other deck coatings, any of these products tying in. Great question, Bill. Yeah, in regards to warranties, you know, there's a lot of options, a lot of different ways to do things. But in regards to warranty, a lot of times you do need to know what the manufacturer will or will not do. Because have you guys actually given 
warranties or kept a warranty in place as long as it was done with your approval? In a sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, myself or any colleagues that have been here and I, I'm sure throughout, you know, we'll, we'll go out, get called to a project in our sense, view it, take kind of a more of an observation, I guess, than a full inspection, being able to, you know, look under the soffit and those things like today project, I walked multifamily housing, very similar to what we're talking about. Everything I could really see was only exterior, you know, with what we're, we're looking at. So kind of limited to really knowing what's going on with that entire Mm -hmm. framing, not just the deck coating itself, but wood and structural, all that underneath so much more to it. There's small signs here and there. So let's reverse this for a minute. If you are getting your deck inspection done and you don't have a coating system on it and they've made some cuts and patches, then what's the benefit of putting a deck coating on after the inspection has occurred and they've passed or repaired? First off, I mean, the benefits of each of them, the true benefit of if there are issues with what's going on on these balcony decks and and what we know of them and scenarios we've seen and why there's SB 326 inspections and things like that. Even more so if there's signs of rust on flashing or wood damage and things like that. I mean, the benefit of doing like a, a proper repair and replace of an existing coating is just that, you know, the, the long-term benefit of we're actually opening up what's in this balcony deck, observing the true condition of it and making, you know, addressing any deficiencies that are there and then rebuilding a new system. Sometimes with these, yeah, we don't know how long they are. It might be, might've been three or four years where a whole new system was installed. And that's part of, you know, kind of the frustration or concern of redoing things. Or sometimes, I mean, these balcony decks might be, you know, 20, 30, 40 years old and yeah, you know, it varies, but So, Bill, last week you spoke recently on the front edge repairs that have been considered a value engineered repair. That's correct. So it's it's a very common practice, particularly in the post litigation repairs to these front edge repairs, especially on covered balcony decks or most of the balcony deck or, you know, walkway is is protected by an overhang. And so the issues are typically along the front edge, you know, flashings, columns flashing set too high, you know, ponding issues around rail posts and whatnot. So it's become pretty commonplace to do these, you know, one to two foot repairs along the edge of the front deck. Our concern is, you know, it kind of comes back to the whole patching thing is, you know, you're not installing a whole new system. Are you recommending that they go back and install a new system on the front half and then the rest of the deck? Or can they actually do a tie-in a tie-in is actually warrantable and how old is the existing system can be in order to get a warranty? That's a great question. And that's definitely, you're right, one that does seem to be a common repair. The edge metal needs to be replaced and it's kind of compromised a little bit of the plywood in that area. So, you know, cutting back into the existing deck coating system that's there, repairing the plywood, putting new metal in, and then trying to do a repair as opposed to, because at that point in time, if you are to tear the whole thing out, now you're talking the rest of the perimeter, you know, stucco walls, potentially door threshold areas like that, where yes. Which we probably can, are performing fine. 
So, you know, there's probably no issues. So, you know, it's truly just front edge. The, the thing that we're running into, here's where we run into issues. It's, you know, one, are we going to be able to warrant the tie-in, you know, where the new and old system meet? And then two, what do you tell the reserves preparer? I mean, how long does the system last now? Are we looking at the whole system? Are we dividing the decks in half now, saying the front edge is going to last 10 years and the back edge is going to last five years? I mean, those are the kinds of things where, you know, some of these valued engineers repairs make it difficult for future planning. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. <laughs> and and the more that actually all that that you just said, the more that that is, I guess, called out or communicated, the the better as well. You know, I mean... I find myself sometimes in scenarios where someone's like, come on, man, just shoot it to me straight. And I, you got to kind of walk the line a little bit because exactly what you're saying, you know, maybe this is 10 years, maybe I'm not quite sure, but you know, at least, at least we can investigate it enough that we do a lot of projects like that, specifically on West Coast end to answer your, your question for warranties that we, we probably have given a lot of quite a few warranties to specifically Jeep to you guys for exactly what you're talking about, where you're having to address that front edge. And a lot of times it's preferred, you know, and that's where the manufacturer's rep being involved, everybody talking about what's there is ideal. So you know, you know, it's like and like, or if it's not how to do our best with it. If it's yeah. a like system to West Coast, we, we are very confident at this point in time that we have a detail to scale back the existing coding, tie ours in over it. But to answer your question, at least from us, we wouldn't warranty that repair in a sense. We would warranty the material, but not that tie in. But then we would recommend doing what we call our our mat coat system or ma coat if you look it up it's our system for concrete substrates and then we'll do that over the entire surface so at that point in time and it still will save cost as opposed to getting again getting into the perimeter and the stucco of just putting that existing system on top and we'll give that regular warranty of that system which is a five-year warranty um, but in okay. a tie-in you know most other manufacturers including us are are not really going to give a a length of years of a, a tie-in warranty. Tie-in warranty. Yeah, okay. yeah, if we go over the top and and we're confident with the reinforcement of that new waterproofing system on top of it, absolutely. But that's where you know it is. You know, I definitely have seen just some tie-ins made or not really like and like materials being tied into one another, and it's kind of a a fine you know as we're saying a fine line of it. I'm going to jump ahead and then come back to this in one second because yeah. I want to ask another question. But so what is a typical brand new system deck coat warranty time frame from the manufacturer? Uh, you know, I mean, I would say fairly typical to assume is a five-year. Most warranties are a five-year warranty. You know, a lot of contractors, including ourselves, have certified applicator programs we'll, we'll give extended warranties to, you know, a 10 or 15 or even... Our, some of our systems now 20-year warranty on these deck coatings. Is that um, with like maintenance coats that are added over the course of the life? Yes. And yeah. so that's where even if we say, hey, we'll give you a 15, you know, this is a 15-year warranty by installed by GB Group, all new plywood, flashing, full system, you know, that type of situation. We do still require a maintenance coat every five years, you know, and it'll be give or take, but that's where it's a, you know, at least a proper inspection, we recommend contractor being involved, going back out there within that time frame to decide if we're going to reseal it and recode it just to yeah, keep maintaining it throughout that 15, 20 plus. Yeah. 
So I imagine this is why it's important to have the manufacturer's rep involved in the inspection process so that A, you know who the contractor is, B, that they're applying the material correctly, C, if there is a patch, how is that patch being tied back in? Is it a front edge or just a patch? And if you don't have your rep involved and have those conversations, it's probably safe to assume there really isn't some kind of warranty because in you guys haven't really blessed it. That would be a good assumption, actually. Yeah, I I like, but but that's the word blessed is very interesting because sometimes <laughs> actors I've said that where it's like you know yeah okay this deck, this deck has been blessed. It is a good thing to to keep in mind that due to so many value engineering options, ways to cut costs and budget and things like that. So many people that might be interested in projects and giving out numbers, say to, you know, property manager, HOA, construction manager, that side, completely understanding the full realm of what each person is putting. Right. Because you're not necessarily just going out there to look at a warranty question. You're also out there to help them come up with ways to save money, potentially. Right. And, you know, invest in the long term of, of what mm. they have there with those balcony decks. Since the 326 really got into full swing over the last two years, I guess, have you seen an increase in requests for West Coast systems to be installed? Yeah, I would say so. Definitely. And more communication from kind of that angle as well, where, you know, construction managers, architects kind of saying, hey, we've got this project that we looked into. It's got some issues, concerns. Can you take a look? What are your thoughts? Maybe provide a scope of work. I definitely know, you know, at least from West Coast, because, you know, we've got a great system for these, whether plywood or concrete balcony decks and exterior walkways specifically. So we've always been very involved on that side of things, but even still, yeah, I would say quite a bit of an uptick and, and I think a really good thing because I've seen, oh man, an array of conditions and situations on these apartments and condominiums. <laughs> so it's, it's a good thing. Well, let's shift for a minute to one of my favorite subjects that no one ever wants to talk about, and that is pool decks. I think this stuff really cycles because I think two two or three years ago, we must have had 50 pool deck requests, seems like, and some of them just needed to be redone. But do you guys have a product that you work with pool decks? Yes, we do. Very nice system. A lot of the products are very similar to actually what's being used in our deck coding systems. A very nice thing about that is that you kind of tie in the rest of the property, you know, where those balcony decks and walkways and stairs that may have a certain texture or top coat color to it and things like that. Same thing can be applied to, to a pool deck. Yeah. Interesting question. I, I feel like pool decks have gone probably something due to, to that SB 326 where. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of gone silent. <laughs> funds are being pushed towards balcony decks and not pool decks, but a big part of multifamily apartment complexes and condominiums and i mean you know we do pool decks for high schools and gyms and you know you name it but is your product one of those like anti-heat so that they don't burn the heck out of your feet or or cooling deck yeah we do we do have that as an option in ours yeah a a cool deck rated system and utilizing you know lighter colored cements and colors and and i i think one of the things that's given pool deck coatings a bad rap 
is they have a tendency to bubble or the efflorescence comes up through them and starts to peel them away. And is that just poor application? Is it the products weren't good until recently? What is your spin on that? Coolex can be a little bit tricky due to multiple things. You know, these balcony decks are, are elevated. You know, they're they're not sitting on so, top of yeah, water. soil <laughs> and water running underneath them. So a lot of times in these situations, these pool decks are on grade. So we're talking a little bit different in regards to like moisture vapor and mm-hmm. needing to test for how much water's in that concrete and things like that. Where West Coast cement overlay is great for it is that due to the acrylics and the cements within it, it still can breathe a bit. So if there is moisture vapor underneath that concrete, it's not going to completely trap it. You know, we don't need a full waterproof system in a sense. It's it, it's on grade there. But some other products where, I mean, you would say even like an epoxy, for instance, or a polyurethane straight on top of that concrete, if there's too much moisture, it will cause it to bubble and blister for sure. But even with you know, the overlays a lot of times, you know, due to the addition of chemicals, some of these pool decks, I mean, look immaculate 10 years later. So they really do get a bad rap <laughs> where, you know, you see some, I just saw one today. It was a flagstone finish and yeah, there's a couple cracks that came through, but I think they said this thing was 12, 15 years old. Wow. Still look pretty good. I mean, they're just ready to kind of recolor it and maybe touch up some cracks and things or if they want to change up what they're doing. But yeah, but sometimes you see two or three years down the road. And so of course, like maintenance of pool decks is a lot more intensive what's needed than than so, so what kind of warranty typically goes with a pool deck system then if a regular deck is five years plus maintenance decks to get the extended warranty, are you guys doing less than that? I mean, what is it typically like one year? Yeah, typically, like our cement overlay system for pool decks, we give a five-year warranty for our regular, more of like a primer and top coat system, maybe implementing like a sand broadcast in it. A lot of times that'll happen more on the, I guess, cost effective side of things to recoat a pool deck is maybe a one-year warranty. So a little, a, a little bit lower on that sense, but it really depends on the substrate itself, truly. <laughs> With the pool deck coating, a lot of times people don't want to hear it, but you know, if that concrete's cracking, there's only so much you can do in a sense. A lot of times it's in great condition. And, and as I said, you know, it's, you don't see issues with them at all, but it, it can vary. Same with balcony decks as well, too. You know, some, all these projects we do are flat ground and some are way up in the hills. And, yeah. and you get different temperatures and climates and moisture. Well, Darren, the name of the podcast is HOA It's a True Story. You have a story today that kind of reflects some of the deck coding stuff. You know, I was thinking about this just a minute ago and HOA It's a True Story. I was like, it's a true story that, and it's kind of perfect that episode 35 and now 135, <laughs> working with West Code and in this, you know, multifamily commercial waterproofing concrete coating world we're in for about five or six years now. It's, it's awesome experience. And it's kind of cool that, you know, true story. I, I know your two sons and a whole <laughs> bunch of their friends that they grew up with. And, you know, now five, since I moved up here five years later, they're running the company and a couple of guys in the construction world. Well, if anybody has any questions about Westcoat's deck systems, feel free to reach out to Darren directly at Westcoat, or you can contact us at inquiry at gbgroupinc.com, and we'll pass on the questions to Darren. I'm really happy to have you back. I appreciate it. 326 is, has been 
quite a topic ongoing for the last couple of years. And knowing that uh, we're going to be in the next final year here for 2024, it's going to be interesting to see how much panic there is and how much people are just like, <laughs> yeah, it will take the fine. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I'll just say it's a blessing to these apartment complexes and condominiums. Yeah, so. the apartments, you know, they've been at it a little longer. And when you get into certain communities, which I won't name them, you know, they're getting red tagged. There's some that are really in trouble. And, well, you know, we don't really hear a lot about the balcony collapses anymore because they just don't put it on the news unless it's so catastrophic. But they're still happening all the time. And I think, they that's, yeah, we we catch snippets of it on page 36, you know, <laughs> in the back of the magazine. But, yeah, they're still happening quite a bit. They're just, fortunately, we haven't had any catastrophic loss of life ones lately or... But yeah, I'm glad that uh, we're still talking about it. So thank you again, Darren. And maybe we'll see you before another 100 episodes. <laughs> Hope so. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, Darren.